Um, so we should probably, uh, like, do this Dungeons and Dragons thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, 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 Get into your intro. Get into my <laughs> intro. Hello, and thank you for joining Low Armor Cast, a actual play D&D 5th edition podcast about three kids in a trench coat trying to solve a mystery, except those kids are actually three small creatures, and that trench coat is a giant magical suit of combat armor. My name is Steve, and I'm going to be your game mommy, as I am every session. That never changes, and it would be weird if it did, unless that was the whole point of the podcast. And I'd like to introduce you to my wonderful pit crew. Hi, pit crew. Hello. All right. And so as we do every episode, uh, how about the pit crew introduce themselves? I'm Kelsey Steven as Merrick Grimclank. I'm Ron Leota. I'll be your dungeon master for this. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can I be play the Tama. game daddy and then I'll be the game mommy. And, uh, Excuse me, that's game daddy. Daddy. Truly horrifying. Been watching a little bit of Orin uh, Host Club. Nice. For those that know, they know the daddy mommy uh, dichotomy. There. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I was making a letter any reference and, excuse um, me so many letter Shums introduced me to Oran host club yeah it's it's <laughs> both it, the anime and the live action and oh. i still have not seen any of the live action i oh, read yeah. i read the manga and i've watched the series but i've not seen the live action some of the live action animes are incredible this is turning into a talk back episode yeah. right away. <laughs> nonetheless uh from anime to letter kenny and to our last member and of our back, pick, again. Yeah. back again back <laughs> again uh, Fievel goes nowhere and spends all of his time on the internet. Um, there and back again, a circle jerk to the intro. Uh, uh, Fievel goes to Westeros. <laughs> That's a joke for like nobody. <laughs> like, I love, no, I love the joke. It's a great, it's a clever joke. But like now I, you got me thinking of Fievel goes to yeah, Westeros. Right. And I'm like, who would want to watch that? And the answer is th the people in this podcast. Yeah. And the handful of people listening at this Maybe point at this point <laughs> yeah. early early on i'm thinking we're gonna eventually get people who are somewhat normal and are like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah maybe don't cross over game of thrones with an animated thing that's not been relevant for two and a half decades uh, 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 but we still haven't introduced the, the last member sky. of the pickery um <laughs> Uh, last member of Pickery, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, I am Aaron, and I play Scratch, and I will be your game master for today. Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, the three of nice. us are all going to GM uh, Kelsey, and this is going to probably devolve into something toxic as fuck. Let's do this. Um, It'll be like a game of Everyone is John. Everyone it's is going to be two hours of merit in a corner crying pits together, shits together. While <laughs> where's where's Tom and Scratch? <laughs> Tom and Scratch. We and just Tom. all have to do a wild, like a wildly different uh, DMing style. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, Tom and Scratch decided to go through one of the portable holes to see what's on the other side. <laughs> Welcome to Ravenloft. <laughs> the other side. If all of the, if all of the waste from the fold that's, was going to Ravenloft, that's why Ravenloft is so angsty. You find a green toilet that is just very <clears throat> cylindrical and straight, much more so than you're used to. <laughs> 
if if we did all of our alternate universe bring the characters into another world, the, they, the fungal and, empire, yeah, yeah, and, and and all of them were based off of you diving into different portable holes, um, uh, that would be not clever storytelling but it would be fun yeah be um fun. but so we're off to a real good start here for episode 10 <laughs> yep. um uh so i'm going i'm picturing strahd climbing out of a porta potty just pissed all right anyway i'm just ahead. seeing steve struggle every time we do this to him so i think we should keep doing it <laughs> i agree it's 100 percent correct that we should keep doing this if i ever have an intro that goes smooth i will be i'll be i'm like do you guys not like playing D D with me right um honestly right, the thought that job. just crossed my head of like the if all those po those portable holes aren't actually two pocket dimensions they are two other planes and the sewage company has just been slowly poisoning all of these worlds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make this the one true domain is the fold. And no, the just fold. for greed. But yep, <laughs> just for greed. Because it's cheap and it's easy. <laughs> and they make a lot of money doing it. You're the end campaign. Yeah, start at a port of the world that almost no one goes to. By then, the, by the time people notice trying to find where the actual portable hole or where the hole is to the other universe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Can't right. be done. Can't be done. Yeah. Yep. When, you you know to, when you have to ford three acres of shit to even get to the <laughs> hole. To the <laughs> <laughs> and in the All end, right. <laughs> and in the end, the alternate campaign being told is just the most extreme version of Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Uh, it just lifts the entire. He uh, had to crawl through 60 miles of shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just lifting that straight. straight when up. we last. Left our heroes. <laughs> I mean, I'll get to the recap eventually. I, I was hoping. Right. Uh, I appreciate it. All right. In the last episode of a Low Armor Cast, uh, the pit crew utilizing the Dream Scroll won by Tama in the Beat Poetry Contest managed to communicate their recent complications with their sponsor, Rupert Morning Sun. After a bit of ridiculous interchange that included too many numbered lists and some not so well crafted jokes. They learn that their benefactor has some tasks for them to get to, and most importantly, keeping up the act while investigating the mysteries that were once charged to Lannick. <laughs> With their combatants still missing, the pit crew awaken from the dream spell with a group of people waiting just outside the conveniently labeled no-no zone. <laughs> a bit of combat turns from violence into avoidance and convincing folk that this probably wasn't worth it, and, and the pit crew get to work to quash the evidence of their deception at David's Dandy Doodads. With a distraction game run by Merritt in the front and a sneaky sneak mission in the back from Tama and Scratch. Perhaps they needed to rearrange the group based off of their goals for each? We left off specifically with Merritt breaking down into tears, oh, yeah. overwhelmed as the shopkeep, shop owner of David's Dandy Doodads. Um, doodad David, uh, kneeling over, feeling great empathy for this young man that clearly seems in over his head and whispering that they need to get the fuck out of there before others find them. Unfortunately for them, Tama and Scratch 
are in the back of the warehouse, <laughs> slowly trying to sneak in. And so upon opening the locked door, Tama and Scratch, I'm just going to have you roll perception to see if you can hear Merritt's wailing cries <laughs> and overwhelmed breakdown. 11. 11 for you. 14. 14. I don't know if you necessarily hear, because it's not like Merritt was like, ah, <laughs> so much as just gnashing of teeth. Fully weeping, fully sobbing on the ground. Uh, Tama and Scratch, also with an 11 and a 14 perception, you see a number of curios and <laughs> basic supplies. Scratch, you're still wearing your, your special goggles that let you see a blue gentle trail, yeah. correct? Oh, yeah, that's right. Magic. I was trying to trace where the... Um, where the stone was uh, being the sourced from. Yeah. 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 The shelves are pretty densely packed and they're relatively tall. Not too tall for like... Uh, uh, a six foot plus person, but for your size, unfortunately, they tower over you. I need both of you to roll stealth for me. Alrighty. 20, dirty 20, 23. Nice. All right, so you're in the you're in the room. Scratch, you can kind of see that it's kind of, you see the blue sort of like weaving around here. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's somewhere here in the shop sort of like store area that is, or storage area mm -hmm. that's sort of behind the counter and in the back sections here. But you can't quite find it yet, especially with all these shelving units and cases and such yeah. sort of preventing you from easily looking across the shop in any given direction. You're kind of obfuscated. Okay. Uh, what do you do while you're kind of uh, creeping about back here? Uh, can I use my mysticism to try and pinpoint where the, mess uh, the signal or whatever would be going to? Is mysticism like a skill in or, uh, Not mysticism, sorry, Arcana. I, I keep getting mixed up between this and Starfinder. I was like, is that like an ability you have? Um, I don't know artificers very well. Artificer, I use mysticism. Yeah. What does it do? I pull out my tarot cards. Uh, <laughs> I cast my chicken bones onto the ground. Yeah, I've got the, the these dowsing rods. Uh, 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 but yeah, uh, can I use Arcana to try and pinpoint it <laughs> uh, yeah you can use arcana you know, roll arcana all right that's another dirty 20 another dirty 20 uh you definitely notice that it goes between what looks like it's sort of between two shelves and then mm -hmm. doesn't go anywhere else the shelves are sort of push it's almost like it goes into two shelving units that are back to back mm -hmm. and then disappears and they're kind of butted up against the eastern wall okay. of it and so it doesn't look like it continues from there is there anything that you do tama while you're kind of following around scratch um i'm just keeping an eye out for any mechanisms like uh traps or secret uh doors or passageways all right as scratch approaches this we're gonna have you roll tama and investigate check as Scratch kind of leads you to these two back-to-back -back things since you're looking for traps or secret doors. Uh, 13. 13. Um, with a 13, I think because Scratch is like on it, right? Mm. You're, you're on the region where it kind of disappears. Maybe you're whispering to each other mm -hmm. like, hey, it's, it's here kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> Tama, you eventually just start uh, lining up or feeling around with as little movement as possible the uh shelving units maybe some of the things on them until eventually something opens up between them and again the uh eastern wall 
Um, so they're kind of perpendicular off the eastern wall. When they open up, a very thin, narrow doorway is on that eastern wall that was just the width of the two shelf depth sidewalls. And the blue trail of magic goes straight back there. It's not an obfuscated stairway or anything like that. It is just a very tiny room. And in it, not facing you, because you rolled decent enough stealth, (laughs) is a person sitting at a table with quite literally a crystal ball and their fingers over it with little, like, tendrils (laughs) of electricity just permanently, and the blue is coming off of them and the ball and to the trail. Cool. That you're watching that. Did we, um... I forget. Did we take the seeing stone... The little like thing that was watching us with yeah, us. it's in your pocket currently listening to your ASMR stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Which is offends Tama on principle, if I recall correctly from the episode. Um. All right. So, hey Tama, I'm really tempted to pull the stone out at the person so that they're looking at themselves. <laughs> what do you think? I want a weapon to his back before we do anything like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, go go put a weapon to his I back. I want a weapon to his back before we do anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Realize the mic might not pick yeah. up. Yeah. Stage whispers. Just whispering. Stage whispers here. Don't make me have to just like, there's Crank. this weird portion of the podcast. And then all of a sudden the sound like, just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, go uh, put a weapon to his back and then we'll say hi. Okay. Um, I'm going to walk up and uh, put my uh, rapier just I'd say like half an inch from his back. Uh, yeah, what's your deck score in general then? Um, I have a plus five save and I have a 17 dex. 17 dex. Okay, I'm going to roll him to see if he happens to notice. I'm going to need a natural 20 on this with a, something like a 17 dex <laughs> to see if he... And that's I did get a 19. No. That is not a 20 <laughs> and I said 20. <laughs> um, so he doesn't notice. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So Scratch pulls out the little seeing stone, turns around so that she's like facing away from everything and then puts it up so that it's like looking at her, but past her and to the guy who's looking at her. You're doing selfie cam. I'm doing selfie cam. A selfie cam. (laughs) And she grins and puts up two fingers. What the? (laughs) For some reason. You hear this man muttering under his hooded cloak. Touch the blade to his back. I wouldn't move. (laughs) Uh, And then he sees that, like, the angle both reveals Scratch, the blade to his back, and him in the background. Uh, I'm going to do a wisdom save for him. (laughs) That's enough for him not to move. Um, uh, And he's like... He panics and leans back. And so he, he, he panics, <laughs> leans back, and kills himself on your blade. You've curled him in cold blood, Tama. Uh, full DM railroad. You think you think performative podcast railroad? I'm a railroad. Uh, Scratch would turn around and be like, "What'd you do? Why did you kill that man?" Uh, no. Uh, 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 he doesn't say anything, but the electric, the, the, the electrical uh, tendrils from his fingers uh, blink out. <laughs> um, his muttering uh, calms down, and of course the crystal no longer shows the selfie image of Scratch. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you found me. Do you value What's your it? life? I mean, <laughs> yes, of course I value my life. What? 
Come then you're me. going to give me all the recordings you've made of us. Also, pull down your hood. I want to see who you are. Okay, Tama, advantage, roll intimidation for your demand for those recordings. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 with nice. advantage? He pauses and it's like, we, we can do something with this. We don't need to resort to violence. I appreciate the option not to. And then he begins to, he's like, I'm going to do what you requested. And he starts pulling off his hood. Cut back to Merit. (laughs) (laughs) Cut back to Merit. Hearing what the woman said, it sobers Merit. Because whether or not she knows that my friends are inside, like, deep concern. Um, So I think Merritt would try to collect himself as quickly as possible. What I would like to say, and probably to intimidate, is... Do you think the people who you're so worried about would come after you if those recordings go missing? Because one way or another, they're trying to fight above their weight class and for the security of our country, what they have will be destroyed. Damn. You're right. <laughs> so fucking Haza Regal soul energy right there. Um, so do you want me to roll intimidation? Roll intimidation. That's only a 13. Well, I rolled a 12. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and this person By gets no bonus. To <laughs> and, but with them being so close, there's a long pause. You, Merrick, can hear... Uh, it, like the hesitation in this person's. Uh, <laughs> Come on, I'm not intimidating. I was just, just crying. A little bit of snot <laughs> in your nose. Like I'm definitely look a mess. Still got the tear tracks. Yeah, but um, listen to my words. <laughs> the tear tracks still on your face, and she takes a small breath and goes, "I'm not sure that." They will do anything to me. I've been running David's Dandy Doodads for several years. If I were to go missing or something were to happen to me, it would be more complicated. I'm not worried about you getting the recordings. You'll have to get that from them. But I am worried about your safety. You seem like a good kid. I want you to be safe. We are already actively getting the recordings. It might not be safe for you to be here. If you know where any of them tend to be when they're not here, please, that would help. But... (laughs) I can need to go to the bakery for a bit. They seem to work with a number of people in Davidstown, but I know that some of them are at the Penny and the Guild. But if you're worried about my safety, which I appreciate, I suddenly have a hankering for a crawler. So I'm going to leave here because my safety is a threat 
right now. And then gives you the eyes as she says right now. Mary just kind of nods deeply. And then she gets up. So she goes inside to grab her coat, which is just on the inside counter, and then leaves uh, to go down to the bakery. And you see her walk to the bakery, her having muted the bell on both ways to prevent them from knowing it. So back to uh, Tama and Scratch having just convinced the person, intimidated the person, and they agreed to help you. The fingers go up to the lining of the hood. The hood is pulled back. It's someone you don't recognize. You've never seen this person before in your life. What David (laughs) Like Lex Luthor in the Flash's body. (laughs) I have no idea who this is. Finally, I'll find out who this is. Who's the Flash? Who the hell is this? Yeah. One hundred percent. It's a gentleman. His hair is sort of shaved on the sides, okay. um, uh, and then has kind of the longer hair up top. Uh, he's got sort of a well manicured goatee. He kind of has a sort of storybook evil sorcerer vibe about him. Oh, okay. His eyebrows sort of sharply up arc. Doesn't look at both of you because he's got a sword to his back. Yeah. He's <laughs> but just, he's kind of looking behind at us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just kind of like. Uh, so let me guess. David? How did you know? <laughs> Lucky guess. Um, all right. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to come to violence if you just, you know. Give us the recordings or erase them. I'm okay with either. I know that these enchantments are a little pricey, so I'm willing to let you keep your equipment if you just erase them. We just want everything gone. Yep. You've been following us. You didn't have our permission. We don't need to hurt anyone. Yep. But I'm more than willing to if you don't get rid of those recordings. Yeah. I'm sure you can understand that uh, we don't really appreciate having a sword held over our heads or whatever. Whatever the expression would be around here, I guess. A sword of Damocles? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damocles, the guy who famously used to dangle... I don't want a dangling David. <laughs> <laughs> a dangling David Damocles. David Damocles, the guy who was notorious for putting swords on top of uh, doorways. Yes, David Damocles, the uh, Yeah, person. we don't want a David Damocles hanging over our heads like this. Yeah, I'm sure well, you understand. Yeah, those that, that knife door trick. <laughs> yeah. It's not as fun as a bucket of water. You never see the, like... The ice knife challenge. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can I can absolutely remove them. So under my table here is a small case. It has several stones in it. I will pick out the stones, show them to you on the crystal here, and then we will race them to your satisfaction. Is that okay? Tentatively, uh, yes. Are these all the stones that you have of us? Yes. I cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> All right, what do I have to roll That's to save a good against spell. <laughs> Charisma save. Are these the only recordings of us? He responds with, these are all the recordings I have. And you know that uh, he has failed. He's telling you the truth. Okay. <clears throat> these are all the recordings he has. Who has the other recordings? And where can we find them? He's like side looking at you behind his shoulder and he's like, I don't know where they might have them. I'm not exactly sure... Who would currently have a recording of you? You are not exactly sure, but what is your assumption of uh, the list of people who would have them? The inspector would have at least one. What is on that recording? You retrofitting the armor. 
How many recordings are there in total? There are five, two of which are essentially meaningless other than they show that Lannick isn't in them. Uh, the other three having specific data. I have four of them here. Mm-hmm. I do not know if the inspector has made any kind of copy that is fairly complicated to do and very expensive. And I would assume that he would go through me to do that. And I can tell you, as I'm sure we're all aware that I'm in a zone of truth, <laughs> that I would put money on the fact that he simply has the one that shows you retrofitting the armor where you specifically call out, like, why you're doing it. Would he be keeping it on his person, or would he have it uh, somewhere uh, stashed? I simply don't know. There's good reasons for both. Understood. Is anyone watching this right now other than us? Uh, no, As to my knowledge. Would anyone miss you if you were to disappear? Get he as, starts get to tear up a little bit. <laughs> no. I... I don't think so, no. That's rough, man. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to need you to fuck off for a while. I'm going to need you to not speak to anyone. I'm just going to need you to leave town for 24 hours. That's how you get out of this alive. If I find you don't do exactly what I said, I won't hunt other people. It will just be you. Specifically you and no one else. That will be my life's mission. Do you understand me? Not if you understand me. He nods. Excellent. Now, I'm going to take the crystals. My friend here is going to keep a weapon on you. Both of us are capable of killing you. Mm -hmm. Where are the crystals? And I kind of give you a head nod to put a weapon to him. Okay. And so he begins slowly going under the table as he had previously described. Pulls out a small, like, like, uh, small box, a little container chest that has, opens it up. There are more than the four crystals that he had uh, as he feels the crossbow (laughs) bolt at his back. He's like, as I stated, there are other crystals I have here. The four that I am pulling out are the ones that I have that include you and uh, that include anything relevant to you. Uh, Play uh, them, prove it. Before uh, you erase them. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and so he goes through this process. And while he's going through this process, we're going to cut back to Merit. Merit. Wi-Fi. You're outside? Mm-hmm. Roll perception with advantage. That's a 15. 15. All right. I'd say that that's fair, especially since he's not hiding it. Now roll stealth with advantage. This is you confirming a sight while not being seen. That was not a good this face. Is not, this is... Merit's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Merit's, Merit's not, not good. good. <laughs> I, I mean, he got the storekeep on his side, which was absolutely That's not That's another 15. It's another 15. All right, I'm going to roll active perception. Merit, you see approaching, not from the direction of the bakery. So it's not as if the shopkeep... There's a momentary thought. Flanked by two... Well armored, uh, well weaponed, not quite police, but definitely military manner. You, you've been around a lot of military, you can kind of catch what it is in the walk and the gate. A person well trained in their weapons in combat. Two, flanked by two of these people, Inspector David is walking 
directly in t- toward <laughs> the uh, David Standy doodads. Oh, good. With these two go on him. either side of him. Mm. Um, he is not brushing. He is nodding to the handful of people that are awake, and he does the not do appear to have seen you. The moment I see him, I would like to try to stealthily slip inside since they are coming straight for us. And I'm not really concerned about, since the shopkeeper's gone, I'm not really worried about anyone else getting there before him. <laughs> My plan is to slip inside and just be like, Inspector's coming! <laughs> Where you at? Inspector's coming! <laughs> Uh, so, Merritt, you work your way around the back. You slide in through the back. It's very easy to get around the back without uh, being spotted by anyone. Slide in through the back. You can see where Scratch and Tama opened up the other actual back door. And then you yell out or state before you see them. Basically like a stage whisper. <laughs> like, hey, guys! <laughs> guys! Inspector's coming! You're like, trying not to shout, but like... Um, I would like, since I said that it was four, Tama, please roll a d4 to, for me to see how fast this person <laughs> has erased these stones as Merit announces that. That's a three. All right, so you're almost done with all of the stones that they have. <laughs> you hear Merit's whisper, Inspector is coming. <laughs> okay. And the sorcerer pauses for a moment and he's like do you want me to show you this one and give and, me the and last then delete one. it or just give it just to give you? me the last just one. give it to you okay yes and so you know i'm not using clever wordplay myself and my companions and anyone i know will not be sent to harm you if you do what i say leave town don't speak to anyone 24 hours get out of here or he gets up quickly grabs a satchel that's like a traveler satchel uh that's with him and then goes it's. I really appreciate you choosing not to stab me. Um, <laughs> we're not adventurers. Yeah, we're just regular working stiffs. Well, that's yet to be seen, <laughs> based off of what might happen if the inspector finds you here. So I recommend if you don't want to be harmed, you should also do what I'm about to do. Don't uh, worry. And then he. He literally oh, yeah, we're is all just leaving like, together, I think. Uh, yeah, no, we're go- we're we're right behind him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick, after we step out and we're outside of the shop and everything, uh, and like um, before we do that though, uh-huh. through the back. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, and Mary, you're already in the back, so yeah, I tucked myself just inside the door. I didn't uh, travel any further yeah. in. Have we already learned where the inspector's office is? You know that it's in the bullpen of the administrative building. It okay. doesn't have like a secluded office. Um, we know where his place is, right? His home? Yeah. No. No. Mm. You all make your way outside then. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. To do such. I am going to have you all roll stealth. He's still kind of off in a ways, but, you know, in case someone rolls a natural one and accidentally knocks something over. (laughs) Not a natural one, but ooh. Ooh, net 20. Yeah. Maybe you can help me a little bit. Uh, Two crew. Uh Uh-oh. 11. Ooh. 11's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I rolled a seven, though. I have a good. Did you roll a net two? So it's a five total. 
Oof. All right, I am going to roll uh, something on that. Nat twenty, you can you you can say you're you in the back of the building. You're, not, <laughs> you're in the back of the building. You're not in sight, and that, that's why I was like, you'd have to like knot something over. But a two's pretty close to a one, so I'm not going to expect a this. Five, <laughs> five total. <laughs> Still pretty close to a one. So. In this moment, Merritt steps Merit absolutely on. does knock something yeah. over yeah. that he was just scratch, like gently just... fucking with while waiting for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> scratch, scratch, you're like, shh. And then when Merritt leaves, he almost steps on a cat and you just kind of shift him over real quick. <laughs> and, then, uh, 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 and then when you're shifting him over, he stumbles into some boxes and then then you just like jump past it and just like quiet tabaxi, just make sure they don't fall down. Got like three paws holding something, a tail, like yeah. holding up something yeah, else. Just like following a bull through a china shop and just <laughs> catching plate after plate. And yeah, just absolutely as Merritt is in the mind to get the fuck out, get the fuck out. As you're like in the next building over's alleyway or like back of the next building over, you can hear in the distance the doorbell dinging from the yeah. front of da David's Danny Doodads. <laughs> I would like to not move too far away mm -hmm. because I would like to maybe follow the inspector when he leaves this building. Oh, okay. We try and trail him. You trail him. I'm going to find out where he lives. Okay. Do we want to split three ways? One of us trails him. One of us finds where he lives. One of us goes to his office. <laughs> to find the stone. It's the most efficient thing to do, yeah. but uh, Game Mommy, what say you? Are you okay with this? <laughs> I mean, the, par the party wants what the party wants. <laughs> Blind eyes, empty hearts, Ted Cruz. Okay, Let's do we, need, we need a time and place to re-meet with each other because we don't have any way to communicate. Yeah. Also, is our wagon with the armor still parked out front? It is. <laughs> I, I would just like to go on record, though, to say that uh, I blame my daughter for us going uh, and breaking the party down into threes that I never would have left into a separate thing if it weren't for my daughter. Uh, just putting that out there. I don't actually have kids. That's a little a, topical. Yeah, yeah right. It's a Ted Cruz joke because you said Ted Cruz. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Before before you get too far into this plan, uh -huh. I would like Tama for you to roll insight. <laughs> Scratch, you can also roll insight. Merit, I would like you to roll survival. Uh, 15. 11. <laughs> That's not a good survival, face. That's a 10. Yeah. 10. All right, average. Like, not a little, little below 12, but not terrible. 15. All right. Tama. The moment that the ideas floated, one follow, one go get the house, as you mentioned. Maybe somebody go to his office. You remember that Rupert Morningson was encouraging you to do whatever you want to do. And you don't know how much David the mayor knows as opposed to Inspector David. And so the whole blackmail thing is potentially still on the table without things. And you had the conversation about just possibly capitulating and saying, yeah, we had a good time. David, the mayor is going to probably be at the administrative building. So you might be able to deal with that uh. or not your choice. Scratch and merit. 
I don't think your rolls are high enough, so I don't yes. have insights or, or things for you. We're just like, sounds like a plan. Okay, so Let's continue planning. <laughs> I just well, wanted that. One of the most important things that you brought up is we cannot leave the armor unattended. Mm-hmm. We now cannot move it without them probably hearing, and we cannot leave it for them to take it from us. Yeah, so I could take the wagon over to the offices because we don't necessarily need to sneak that way. Yeah, and park um, it in an alley by there. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, break out my disguise kit and tuck my tail and start changing nice. my appearance uh, for when I hopefully break into someone's house. Yeah, <laughs> I try to make myself look like a ba- like a like a halfling with dark hair. <laughs> if anyone asks, you're David the Cat Burglar. Yeah. <laughs> And then I'm Cat Burglar David. What? <laughs> yeah. I would like to help Scratch get the wagon moving silently um, away from the building uh, while keeping an eye on it. Because basically, if, if they come out while we're trying to move the armor, I'm just going with Scratch. And yeah. We're like running as fast as we can with the armor. <laughs> okay. um, but if they don't hear us, then like as soon as we get it away from the, like as soon as we get it away from the side of the building and mm-hmm. move it, you moving off, then I'll wait and watch for the inspector. All okay. right. Um, and then, but meeting back up. Yeah. We need a rendezvous point in time. I say the big rock just outside of, uh, town yeah okay the big rock outside of town uh either after we've gotten our objectives or in an hour if we haven't done it in an hour yeah if he's still in there in an hour yeah okay set the building on fire (laughs) (laughs) then we set everything on fire and beat it (laughs) we're gonna start with scratch and merit scratch and merit you're trying to Get a chariot with a set of armor and two horses to pull it. Yep. Uh, silently away from a building as to not notice. Yep, basically. The, the first thing I would like each of you to do separately is to roll a luck check with a d20. Luck. This is not related to what you're trying to do. This oh, is okay, so just straight d20. D20. Just give me the numbers. That's a 19. That's the first time that die has ever rolled good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I got a seven. Nice, good. <laughs> the, the, the balance in this campaign is strong. <laughs> All right. Uh, Merit, um, uh, with a 19 on the luck check and scratch with a seven, uh, you are trying to get this wagon away and kind of get it down to um, the administrative building and away from David's dandy doodads mm-hmm. um, uh, without it noticing Merit, how would you be helping Scratch? Because of course Scratch is just going to kind of try and quietly do that. Is there spells involved from Scratch? Is there something, are you posting up somewhere? What's up? Like one of us is going to have to like have the reins to be moving them. I figured one of us can be like at the front with the horses, like either like basically like like, yeah like we can have maybe one of us is at the front with the horses like giving them treats and very like (laughs) calmly like leading them forward like walking backwards with them as they move away and maybe the other one can be like trying to physically dampen some of the more precarious pieces of metal okay so that it doesn't clank a lot yeah that sounds like a plan okay so whichever one of you wants to roll it stealth with advantage all right 
probably scratch. I've, yeah, I've got a plus five in stealth. Yeah, mine's only plus three. Okay. I just, I didn't know if there's animal, I went oh, to check because have... I was like, if there's animal handling, I got that plus four in animal handling. Oh yeah, no, so if you're pulling the reins, that would be animal handling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so I can do the stealth for animal handling, and then um, you're helping scratch through your animal handling before you announce your roll scratch. Let's... Okay. It's a 14. Oh, just solid animal handling roll. Uh, 23 stealth. 23 stealth. Sorry, 22 stealth, whatever. 22 <laughs> stealth. So close. <laughs> 21 perception. Oh. 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 Man, we are just scraping through. <laughs> you manage with the 22 stealth to not so much, it's not that they heard nothing, it's that they heard nothing unique. It sounded yeah. like another horse. With yeah. another wagon attached to it, kind of thing. Yeah, right. They're probably like uh, some fishmonger. Off They're to inside of a something. building. Tom on the other side as he walks away, whinnies, <laughs> throw off the scent. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Merritt, uh, uh, you you are kind of eyes on since you're walking backwards. You're kind of eyes on back at David's Dandy Doodads, mm -hmm. and you see after after like the second building past David's Dandy Doodads, you pass, and no one has come out of there. Do you continue with Scratch all the way to the administrative buildings, or do you loop back around? To no, I didn't her? plan to. Basically, as soon as we got about a building away, I wanted to always be able to see Dandy's doodads. Yeah, and so you keep it in sight and then loop around. And then basically, as, yeah, as soon as he's gone, I basically would try to put myself somewhere across the street that I could potentially see both sides of the, the building. Um... Yeah, I'd say you can do that. There's no reason you shouldn't be able to figure that out. You've got some time to notice for several minutes, no one comes out. I, real quick, I just want to say that I feel bad that Merritt has what is easily the riskiest task among these three. <laughs> Hang out by the very dangerous mage that snapped a deputy mayor to sleep. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I mean, yeah. You could. You could have it. Um, we'll find out. Um, uh, Tama. You are looking to find out where Inspector David uh, lives. How okay. do you go about doing that? So you're disguised. You're fully um, disguised. I'm disguised. So I've covered my. I've used makeup to cover my facial tattoos. I'm removing basically any, especially uni uh, unique uh, marks on me, yeah. like tattoos, and I'm tucking my tail. All yeah. That. Um, yeah. So you look so, even more like a child. Look like a <laughs> like a child or a halfling. Um, yeah, so I'm going to uh, put on a little bit of a persuasive performance to get people to uh, basically do the like, I, I am looking for the inspector. I don't know. Uh, I don't know where he lives, but they said that uh, he might be down this way. I went to the administrative building. He wasn't there. Uh, I have a matter of great importance. Okay, so I'm going to have you make two rolls. Number one is going to be a performance check. Number two is going to be a luck check. Okay. Or really, it's just a D20 tower. It's not a lock. It's a randomizer to decide who you talk to. <laughs> okay. Um, so the performance check is a 21, and the luck check is a 13 on the die. Okay, 13 on the die. Which is such fine. a lucky number. So a very <laughs> lucky number. Uh, so it takes you a little bit of time. You actually have to run your game a on a couple different people. Sure, I figured. It's like dawn, so there's not a ton of people out. Um, but eventually you come to someone who happens to know where David lives. It's a person that is currently handing out periodicals of the Davidstown News <laughs> based off of yesterday's events. It's another young kid, kind of. Yeah. Um, and he's he's dropping them off at, at things. And it's a single sheet. Um, Thank you, fellow youth. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a single sheet. 
and everything. And uh, I'd say you'd notice uh, that there's an article from David Rose about the uh, match uh -oh. on said periodical. It I will grab the. I'll buy a paper. Yeah, it's and, a penny. Yeah, um, I'll, uh, I'll give them two pennies. And, yeah, uh, and and so you grab that. Uh, do you read it on the way, or I'll do read you... it. I'll read it on the way, but do that thing where, you know, I'm I'm half-heartedly reading it so I can pay attention to my surroundings. So like, I don't have a David Blood Justice just behind me, <laughs> yeah. like an asshole, <laughs> like, reading over your shoulder. Dave. What you got? What you got there, little fella? <laughs> so the key articles, and I'm not going to read the whole thing to you because I didn't write the whole thing. But cool. the key pieces of the articles that you do read is like. Uh, after talking with the wonderful pit crew of Lanik as he was unfortunately uh, indisposed at the moment, I was truly excited to see what would unfold in this exhibition match, especially with the compellingly challenging David the Mean as his opponent. While our local town hero, uh, well not uh, uh, succeeding at the match, did give him a run for his money, even considering Lanik Hindfist was able to utilize his jet boots to fly above David the Mean and slam down, thus delivering a final blow while peeing on his uh, fallen uh, thing. However, uh, small victory rituals aside, he was kind enough to recognize that even though he won as the world champion, David the Mean put up a hell of a fight and is currently talking with scouts from Volsive about perhaps becoming the next champion representing all of Haza in the professional league. Because, of course, Scratch mentioned that the suit has jump boots in it and everything. <laughs> but it looks like you were in treatment worked. Most of the article is glowing. Nice. Uh, no mention of this being a backwater town. <laughs> or, or you being a foreigner or anything like that. Hooray. Um, Yay. You <laughs> arrive to what can only be described as a small um, hut of a home. It's basically a one-room building with, uh, like, a simple kind of shingled roof and uh, nice, like, brick walls on the outside, but it barely looks like it could be a house. It is on the outside eastern side of town, uh, a little bit far away from the rest of the city, nothing is really around it you are able to kind of keep yourself not so visible approaching it because we have come to there being trees and shrubs and bushes not densely packed i <clears throat> cast detect magic uh you cast detect magic at the general facility of the hut right or, or uh, it's a 30 foot bubble around me oh, that, I, that i can you, see you magic. sustain it for like 10 minutes too right or something like that yeah nice. um, yeah i do uh, so as you're approaching uh, the hut, you get nothing. Um, there's no magic around or anything like that. When you get to the hut's front door is when you sense that there is a, a subtle, like, arcane spell that um, uh, is centered on the door itself. Not the floor under it or above it, but the door. Uh, has a little bit of a spell attached to it. Do any of the windows have that same spell? They do not. Like going through the windows. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll stealth just to see if uh, uh, you won't have to roll very high, um, just to see if anyone notices somebody. Nineteen on the, the die. Yeah, so that's a twenty-three. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> you look around, you see that no one's around. You bust one of the single pane glass windows open, um, and uh, enter into Inspector David's. Can I do it without breaking a window? No. 
Okay, then I'll break the window. These are like always closed, solid glass little like gotcha. containers. Gosh darn it. Okay. Um, uh, so you bust in there, and what you see is kind of what you would expect from the outside. On the inside, there is a small desk with a chair, a small dresser with some clothes in it, a bed, a uh, iron stove with like a pipe going out to the roof for it to keep the room warm. Essentially, that's it. There's a rug. There's a couple papers on the thing. There seems to maybe be some files on in some folders and some of the cubbies on the desk. So I should be able to, by standing in the middle of this room, detect all magic in here unless he's done some really serious prep to uh, prevent that. Um, for an example, uh, he needs to have hit it uh, between a solid three foot piece of yeah. wood uh, to avoid my detection. Yeah, exactly. And nice. so, <laughs> so like, yeah, I am going to say that you get several pings with magic. You get a couple from the file, of, or, or, or from where he's got some files in a drawer on. Uh, there's two separate items there. You get one under the bed, or one, or one, yeah, kind of beside the bed on one of the bedposts. And you get one from behind a hanging sort of generic painting on a wall. I checked the one behind the painting first. On that, I'm gonna have you roll Arcana. I like this die. I rolled another 19, so nice. that's 23. 23. <laughs> um, you sense that the painting has the same sort of illusionary magic that was in your room. When you reach for it, it, it like you almost go to reach to like move the painting aside. And then as you kind of get close, your eyes adjust almost like you've seen this illusion in the past. Yep. And you're like, oh, the painting uh, isn't here over this way and it's just like again about a foot off to the side um and when you look around the room you realize everything is gently misplaced from where it is just to disorient okay. anyone so i just go through uh as quickly as possible and check all the magic items to see if the crystal's here uh so the first one that you pull the one from mm -hmm. behind the painting there's a small slat you remove that slat you see that there's like a little like essentially four inch depth three and a half inch depth from mm -hmm. the uh, studs and you see there's a tiny little box in it and it's got a number of things, but you definitely recognize them all as recorded crystals. And so there's more than the one that you were looking for. There's actually in this box, there's several and they were all kind of identifying as one object because they're all the same exact thing. I, um, I don't know how the tech works. So can you start and stop these things like a recording? Uh, no, uh, you have to have something to view them on. You have something to view them on. Um, I then uh, I only take the viewing crystals there. I'm not robbing this guy yeah. or taking his personal property. I'm just taking the crystals at He's this point. He's just taking the crystals. Yeah. Hell Does yeah. anything else in there look like, I know I'm not there, <laughs> but if that's just his blackmail stash, if everything in there is just his blackmail stash, fuck him. So in this section, it is just a box of viewing crystals, of like recorded crystals. There's no papers or anything or anything else behind the painting. But as stated, and as you mentioned, there are other magical things here. Scratch. Mm -hmm. You get to the administrative offices. Uh, you park the chariot with armor into it. Um, uh, around the corner, like in an alley. Or yeah, whatever. in the yeah. alley. Um, uh, and I also cast alarm on it. Cast alarm on it so mm -hmm. that if anyone messes with it, it pings you in your brain. Yep. Uh, your little flat forehead cat brain. Um, <laughs> uh, you wanted to go check his office or his desk mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah, like go that. try and find his office and then look through it. 
do you just go right into the front door of the administrative offices? What do you what do you do? Um, well, let's see. It's dawn. People are beginning to mill about. Um, yeah, I, I does. Well, OK, so as I pass by the offices, does it look open? It does look like there's it, there's at least light on inside. OK, um, yeah, I'm going to just like kind of quietly and surreptitiously try the front door. Uh, door front door just opens. OK, um, is there anybody in inside? Yes, there are a couple people sitting at other desks in the bullpen uh, beginning their day's work. <laughs> All right. So the the investigator is somewhere in the bullpen or like one of the offices around the bullpen? No, it's he's, his desk is in the bullpen. He made it clear that he just has a desk kind of out. OK, out in the desks and such. And there's a couple people. Uh, one of them is uh, over at a countertop to the side of the bullpen making coffee. And the other one is sitting at their desk and beginning to read uh, through some paperwork. Okay. I want to put on my uh, my goggles and Your see special if I goggles. Can... Yeah, my special goggles for my special eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my brand. Um, I want to look for uh, see if the just like do a quick scan quietly, and I, I want to make sure that I'm unnoticed. You know, I'm, I'm gonna try to be like cool but yeah i just want to do a quick little scan with my special goggles see if i notice any signs of um any magic anywhere like from his desk area nope nope okay um uh i want to try and just kind of i guess sneak over uh, scratch is just gonna kind of try and like not sneak like you know climb like you know crawling under desks and stuff but like kind of make her way over to the desk unnoticed and try to case it. Maybe. Okay, I'm gonna have you roll stealth, but this isn't for you to go like stealth, stealth is yeah. what you're saying. It's to be uh, innocuous. Yeah. Uh, that's 17 plus five, That's 22. gonna do it. Yeah. The workers are for some reason busy. <laughs> Takes you a little bit to kind of even figure out what desk is his mm -hmm. uh, until you begin to identify that every desk has a kind of like a letterhead um, stationary at it, mm -hmm. and it, it uh, some of it just says from the offices of uh, uh, David the mayor, mm -hmm. but specific ones say from the this of the offices of David the mayor, mm -hmm. and uh, so you eventually find from the inspector of the administrative offices of David the mayor on one of the desks, and okay. so his desk is there. Cool. Um, Scratch is gonna just kind of casually and nonchalantly rifle through his things, just open up the drawers and stuff, look for any... So this is gonna be a bit harder, um, <laughs> uh, because you were at a stranger's desk and you are a stranger. Um, however, I will... Stranger to strange desk. Um, terrible Robert Heinlein. Scratch, <laughs> Scratch just pulls out her maid uniform and just starts yeah. dusting. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm going to say this. The challenge for this assuming you're not using any kind of magic or anything like that mm -hmm. and the challenge for this is going to be a 25 to hit oh which wow. i believe requires a nat 20 from you unless yep. you have anything that can boost your stealth stat higher uh nope i don't think so uh without no, you don't. getting noticed however Getting noticed does not mean that you're just like, you get noticed and then mission fails. Right, yeah. And then over they the just, intercom, someone's like, scratch, scratch, <laughs> scratch. <laughs> yeah, I just, see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, but okay, I, I get you. Just a failure means that I'm noticed, and who knows what happens from there. Oh, 
That is not a nat 20. What is it? That's a nine, so 14 total. 14. So now you are going to roll either investigate. Yeah, you're going to roll an investigation. All right. Um, this this scenario is going to come off, but this investigation check. That is also a 14. Okay, with for 14. Investigation. With 14, that's pretty solid. Um, uh, so you are rifling quickly through the papers. You're not really, you're, you're keeping your eye out on the mm -hmm. other people waiting for them, but you get distracted. <laughs> you get distracted because amongst the papers is a small envelope. On that envelope is a wax seal, and that wax seal is a picture of a laughing male and a sad female that when you kind of look at it again after you blink, they've flipped again on the huh. seal. Uh-huh. And when you smell it, it smells like cinnamon and cardamom. Oh. And while that's distracting you, mm -hmm. someone's like, uh, can I help you, miss? Uh, <laughs> uh can I, can, ex excuse me? Um. And the person making coffee is like sitting over at the counter drinking a coffee. Being like, <laughs> and then the person with the paperwork like looks up from their desk. Scratch will hold up a finger and just like with full confidence as though she has every right to be there and be like, I'll be with you in one moment. Uh, roll advantage for invoking white male privilege somehow. <laughs> you can't invoke How? it. Your scratch <laughs> is not a white male, but that was some that was some me in a situation where I just would walk into movie theaters without paying. Yeah. And just not even like sneak. I just walk past the ticket taker and ignore them and go right to go buy popcorn and, and then it, go to whatever mo movie I Aaron, wanted to see. The first time ever you get to find out what it feels like to be Steve. Yeah. You just get away with it. <laughs> All right, and what is this uh, that I'm rolling? Uh, persuasion? Okay, persuasion, that is a 17. 17, all right, I'm just gonna roll insight. Good thing that was with two. advantage, because I rolled a two and a 13. Uh, not that one. <laughs> and not, why did I roll a green die? <laughs> <laughs> because lady luck be on our side. Yeah, uh, I just secretly I rolled a four and a two. all my bad dice. Jeez. <laughs> I rolled a four and a two, so yes. they're all like, okay, and then they just go back to making coffee and everything. Uh, you get one more investigate roll all right. uh, uh, to see if uh, you got this envelope. You know it's something, yeah, but you don't need to open it right here Keep and now. Keep that shit. Uh, 23. This is a much higher Ooh, one. Yes. Nice. Uh, you uh, find a false bottom to the bottom right drawer of the inspector's yeah, desk. Uh, in there you find a nice ball hooch. It's just like hand-labeled moonshine, and mm -hmm. that's it. Um, <laughs> and so you know that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not magical. It's just very powerful alcohol. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Scratch is going to take that and the envelope with the cinnamon and yeah, caramel. Yeah, but, but as well under there, mm -hmm. you find one file folder that when you open it and you don't really have time necessarily here because you're not going to be able to hold them off forever yeah <laughs> when you open it open it there's an artist sketch rendering of david the mayor uh-huh uh -huh. uh from years ago and he looks very similar except younger to yeah. you and yeah. such and the name under the artist rendering is just leonard piggins huh and that oh, is that which... is that is what you have found with a 23 on your second investigate which is really about your persuasion and my two and my four yeah <laughs> which means he can't be mayor yep <laughs>
letters well, well, can't well. Rule. So, with this, I think anyone would think that it's fair. Common sense would say you probably need to get the fuck out. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Scratch will take the envelope and the alcohol. Um, I guess... Uh, okay, hold on. So we don't have the final recording. I'm just gonna do... A, I'm just thinking out loud real yeah, quick. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't have the final record. At least, I didn't find the final recording here. Um, so... The worst that happens with the final recording, yeah, we're talking about stuff. Yeah, we're saying stuff. But at the same time, it's not like clinching proof positive. And I want to fuck with this investigator for trying to fuck with us. Scratch swings by the deputy mayor's office. Okay. Is the deputy mayor in? Yes, he is. Uh, Scratch just pokes her head in and is like, hey, do you have a second? Uh, yes. Yeah, I have a second. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, come in. Come in, Scratch. Come in. Uh, okay. She she comes in and closes the door. Do you want a like, coffee? Do you need to use my portable hole? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I would love to, but we only have a, f a few minutes here. Um, okay. My team and I have to leave, um, but I just wanted to let you know that um, there's bullshittery afoot. Uh, I want you, you need to look out for Inspector Blood Justice. He's super sus. He put you to sleep earlier. He's asking us uh, to do all sorts of... Anyway, um, here's this. Uh, Scratch slips slides the, the folder over yep, to him. Yep, slides the folder over to him. Uh, keep Scorched that to yourself. Earth. Stay, um, you know, stay safe. And uh, you might want to go take a look at uh, David's Dandy Doodads. Uh, there's uh, some really shady stuff happening in this town, and I don't think you're safe. So uh, maybe take some guards with you if you go check it out. You're going to have to roll persuasion because he only has met you the one time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is uh, 16 plus 4, 20. Nice! Ooh, I'm going to roll insight <laughs> with advantage. And I'm just going to roll the same good die twice. <laughs> That's an 18 I was like, does plus... he get advantage for presenting him with uh, evidence of something he wanted anyways? <laughs> no, actually, that's not how Deputy, Deputy <laughs> David uh, works. Deputy Mayor David is an honest man that just, like, tried to get a favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's and the only earnest good person so far. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. not a kid, basically. It's not like a child. Right. He, he looks at the vial. He opens it up immediately. <laughs> and his, like, his eyes are shocked. And then... Then looks back at Scratch and he's like, I don't think I'm going to need your endorsement <laughs> for the next election anymore. <laughs> let me know. David's Danny Doodad, you say? Yes. All right. I will let somebody, not the inspector, <laughs> know about it. And uh, he smiles and then raises his cup of coffee to you. He's like, you can use my portable hole anytime. <laughs> I'm going to hold yeah. you to that. <laughs> You're ever back in Davidstown. Maybe next year. Years and later, scratches with a completely different crew. <laughs> just going out, uh, around Davidstown. It's like, hold on. I have something I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we're going to cut from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Merit. Been watching the doorway. Not a lot has been happening. You're across the street. Not a lot's been happening. Not a lot's been happening. Playing tic-tac-toe with myself. Playing tic-tac-toe with yourself, losing and winning, which is Merritt's entire life. <laughs> Simultaneously losses and wins everywhere. Um, uh, Merritt, um, uh, you are paying pretty rapt attention 
So what should have scared, what would scare anyone out of a dead sleep uh, does not scare you when you see a door slam open from the back of David's Danny Doodads and then slam shut as the two knights and you can hear Inspector David shouting at them. We need to find them right now. I need to know what's going on. And then he starts patting himself down and he, he tells the two soldiers, he's like, that's it. Go to the docks, go to the ferry that's leaving this morning and and watch for them to get onto it. I'm going to go I'm going to go fight figure out if they're if they're elsewhere and he just bolts in the same direction you don't know because you haven't talked with Tama but off in another direction yeah. and the other two knights go to where you would in theory later this morning get on a ferry. <laughs> you can ask it and well, I can he, cut it did he look relieved when he patted no, himself he down no he did not <laughs> okay. he did, did he do not. the oh there's my cell phone no yeah. he nope. patted himself down and then got even more intense yeah <laughs> so I'm yeah I'm just taking off after him you know, I'm gonna have you roll stealth with advantage because you're hidden and he's going to roll perception with disadvantage <laughs> dude if we pull this off we just made this guy lose his career <laughs> yep. oh, so his ready. power his career his credibility you are very lucky I rolled Even perception with disadvantage if he tries to tell people they're gonna be like yeah but you're the fucking dude who I told you this would hurt you more than it hurt me <laughs> yeah <laughs> 22 Ooh, nice. You're lucky I rolled with disadvantage. Yeah. Because I did roll a nat 20. Ooh. But I also rolled a 5. Merritt, you are running after it. After uh, David as he's moving east through town and out of town. It, the town is not out small, but it's not big. Or out of main town. Oh, okay. Into kind of the woods on the east side of town. Mm -hmm. The town is not that big. It's not that small, but like it's 20, 30 building lengths long. At any, like, if we get to a point where he seems to be slowing down, I would like to kind of like look around and see if like, do I see... Thomas boot prints like oh yeah roll up mm -hmm. that's some tracker shit that's survival mm -hmm. uh, roll survival all right that's only a 14 a 14 um the i would say with a 14 you definitely know that tama went in this direction but you and you've been eyeballing to see it i'm gonna give you a benefit for a decent roll as you get a 14, you clock while you're passing at the administrative building <laughs> and you clock Scratch walking out of the front door of the, uh, the administrative building while you're chasing after him. Do you try to signal Scratch at all? I don't slow down at all, but I do at least like wave in, in her direction as I like pass. Like I might make like a little like hand motion. Well, no, cause, uh... Nah. You're trying to hide. Scratch, I'm going to have you roll perception. Okay. I'm basically just going to, like, wave as I go. That's uh, 18 perception. 18 perception. Yeah. Scratch, you didn't see a wave. Mm. You didn't see a green. All you did was catch out of the side of your eye a delicious thick ass. <laughs> just, it's just, like, appear and disappear behind kind of two trees off in the distance. <laughs> and you've seen that ass before. Yeah. You know that ass. Oh, yeah. That booty... That onion booty is, is, is <laughs> and he is way off mission. Yeah. Right? He's out going in the opposite direction of David's standy doodads. <laughs> Do you follow? Um, Scratch tries to, like, 
The scratch stops and like looks toward like tries to get a better idea of what's going on. So could I roll another perception or something? Uh, insight. Insight? Okay. Yeah, insight makes sense. That is eight. Eight. You know that you know that I just know the same stuff that Merritt is said. running in yep. that direction. And I have uh, no idea about You don't it. see David, Inspector David, you don't see Tama anywhere. Uh, you know, you moved the cart yeah. and everything. But like when you look down the streets, you don't see like any any uh, sign of anything. You just know that Merritt bounced uh, bounced in that direction. So. Okay. Uh, well, alarm's still going. So yep. uh, I'm going to go ahead and jo- uh, I guess not totally pursue um, Merritt, but I'm going to try and like follow behind a little bit to try and like get a like reassess the situation. Like, all right. Does Merritt need help or? Are they good? And I All should. Right. We should just go meet at the rock. Tama. <laughs> Several items have pinged your magical uh, awareness. Uh, your detect magic. Um. Uh. There are several in the desk at his home. You already collected up all the stones. Uh. And there's one under the bed. Uh. Or on the bed post, I should say. Uh, there's a viewing crystal on the bed post. <laughs> no, he doesn't watch Ew. porn. Um, uh, uh, he doesn't watch porn in that way. Um, there's in this world, there's those crank machines with the 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 um, the like penny arcade machines. The Victrola? You, no, Victrola. no, the uh, uh, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeons. There's Nickelodeons, <laughs> um, and that's how you watch it. And you just see a person in what amounts to a fairly conservative de- dress dancing. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> that's, God, that's some fine ankle right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, bedpost or, or de- desk? Uh, desk, but like I said, I'm, I'm just, I don't even want to take things. I'm just looking to make sure there's no crystals and then getting out. Uh, so the things you see are not crystals. You see a small dagger um, that's hidden strong with abjuration magic. You see a necklace with a pendant on it that's also uh, uh, got a fair amount of magic. You're not playing an adventurer, Ron. Uh, <laughs> and then on the bedpost, on the bedpost, uh, you see what amounts to sort of like a set of earrings, kind of. They're they're kind of like looped along together on a thread but they look to you like they would be earrings on either side of it. Um, and then I'm just going to have you roll perception and you're going to need a very high perception for this or investigate. 20. Uh, 12. 12. All right. And so you see them, you know that they're all magic. You don't exactly know what they, they do or anything like that. Um, you kind of have a vibe for the general school of magic that they're in. I'm not ready to commit to be a bad person yet. No, all right. <laughs> I leave as much as it pains me as a player. Yep. I leave those juicy magic items alone because <laughs> they have nothing to do with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I crawl out the window and go through the woods and towards the rock. I need you to roll stealth as you're coming out the window. Okay. Merit roll perception. What was your stealth roll? Uh, 21. 21. Yeah, my Scratching. perception here is only like a four total because I rolled another two, so oh, I don't, no. I don't uh, see shit. So you don't see shit, but Blood Justice doesn't see shit, and he doesn't slow. He does. He doesn't slow down until he gets to the approached house, and not through Tama, who you can't see, but through Blood Justice, he immediately clocks the broken window, <laughs> and you see that he clocks a broken window. I, I'm still keeping physical distance with the intention to run the fuck away, 
I'm like, hey, we're packed up. We're <sighs> we're doing what you ask and getting the fuck out of here. We do expect fully. We will not hear anything else from you about this. <laughs> Just try, trying to be po like, like definitely I got his little chest out, like trying to be like at the fullness yeah. of his height while again keeping. So, Scratch, you can't see it, but you can hear Merritt saying that as you're coming closer to where he went. Because you did occasionally get glimpses of him to kind of keep track of him. Yeah. You never really caught, because Merritt was keeping a distance mm -hmm. from Inspector David, you never really caught it. Mm -hmm. But you knew that he was supposed to follow. Yeah. So, what you hear is is exactly what Merritt said. Tama, <laughs> you hear this from like 20, 30 feet deep into the woods because you're already gone <laughs> from the house. And you're like, no. You're like, and so. Child! Tama, <laughs> trust me to do my job. Inspector Blood Justice stops right where he is, <laughs> clenches his jaw and turns. With that, we'll leave this episode of Low Armor Cast <laughs> off for next week. To be continued. We find out what the conclusion will finally be with Inspector Dave, or Inspector David, David the Mayor, David the Deputy Mayor, <laughs> and whether a town will be completely upended, upended by three small creatures in a giant magical suit of combat armor. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to this episode of Low Armor Crafts. Thank you very much, Pick Crew. Thank you, Patron Kyle. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Well, I have to put those in at the end every time. <laughs> um, I thought about it, but thank you, Patron Kyle. You know what? Wait a no minute. matter what happens, thank you, Patron Kyle. Have you been thanking patrons at the end? Uh, yeah, I do, because I thank the Pick Crew. You're a patron. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we will be back in two weeks for mm -hmm. the next episode. Speaking of our patrons, you can go to patreon.com slash lowarmorcast to follow follow us there and maybe support the cast, listen to the talkback episodes, um, and, of course, follow us on social media, at the low AC on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Is there anything y'all would like to plug? Um. You can find uh, I'm Aaron. I've been playing Scratch. You can find me on uh, Twitch or uh, Twitter at Triple A Ron. That's Triple uh, T R I P L E A R A W N. Hey, uh, uh, I've been Ron playing Tama. Check me out at Leota Role Playing on Facebook um, or OstariGames.org. And I'm Kelsey. You've been playing Merit, and I'd prefer if you don't find me. <laughs> excellent excellent we will uh see you next time or i guess you'll hear us next time thank you very much bye, oh, we'll bye. See you. bye. Okay. hello this is steve punching in at the end of the episode to thank our wonderful patrons michael kyle and aaron uh your money goes to hosting this show uh, making sure that our podcast and website budgets are covered. So thank you very much. We appreciate that and continue to enjoy our patron benefits over on lowarmorcast.com or patreon.com slash lowarmorcast where you can hear the after talk episodes as well as bonus content material. And, you know, if you want a Q&A with the DM.
Wendy's. <laughs> How fucking again? Talk about the DM railroading. Like I force you to go to the Wendy's. That's not what the Wendy's is for. The Wendy's is only for good things. It, just if, like if in you real had life. railroaded us into the Wendy's, and then we spent an entire episode there at like fantasy Wendy's with Wendy's products and stuff. I'd, I'd have been forced to be like. So how much did they pay you to make this? <laughs> I just have a passion for Wendy's. 